this is podcast uh, Ivopod. So we want to change our place a bit. So we are not sitting on the table because since we are we have a guest today. I think most of you guys know. Uh, let her introduce yourself. Go. I am Rinidhi. I basically changed my life when I joined Evo last year. It has been one year along with these amazing people. So thank you so much for having me back again. I love being here. I love podcasts. And I requested that I get to dress prettily today. <laughs> we did not force her to say that. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. These two are sweethearts and I love being here. Okay. okay and uh, we have Ruben here. So... Introduce yourself. Introduce myself. Most huh? people know him. Nah. <laughs> but you can introduce him. Uh... Bald coach from Evo. Bald coach from Evo. <laughs> Bald handsome coach from Evo. I add that. <laughs> okay, so what we're going to talk about uh, today is about uh, mental health. So this topic is quite very taboo, I would say. Uh, taboo since not everyone talks about it. And uh, most people are afraid to step into the gym and uh, to get themselves a coach to interact with the people in the gym. So. All these Ravdi have passed. I think, yeah, Ravdi been here for quite some time, like very long. One year. So, uh, how, how many, how many kg you, you lost them? In total, I lost 20 kgs. I think about 20 point something kgs yeah, in total. Something. Yeah. So she, it's only, it's not only physical, like it's only, it's about the mental also. Yeah. I'm glad that she changed mentally also. So yeah. she going to talk and give yourself, give you guys some tips about how to manage your fearness or anxiety when you are in the gym. Okay. And this is not for just some people, this is for all of you yeah. guys because contrary to most pe- uh, people's beliefs, everyone has a certain level of mental health issues in anything at all. So this may help, may not, but it's still for everyone of you to hear. Trust me, it took it took her almost what three three months plus before she even said a word after just staring at me or seven me. Months? <laughs> ah, seven there, months. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, she don't even talk with Ruben actually. Since Ruben uh, trains flights here, Ruben's uh, workouts here, she sees him every day on daily basis, but still she didn't talk with him that much. Yes, so when I joined, I was very fearful. I couldn't wait for my routines to end, so I will run back home. Before I come, I'll sit in my car and I'll be like, it's okay, you can do this. You just go in, you just focus, you come back, that's all. And when people looked at me, I really, really used to feel like I was not good enough. I had that feeling that I was not good enough, whether it was um, to just complete a routine, whether it was just to listen to what I was learning. I always thought that um, there was something that I wasn't doing. But for me, the only thing I told myself was, as long as I can just finish the sessions that I signed up for, life will be fine. 
I just hold on to that belief and I thought that this was do or die for me. This was literally me telling myself that this is the end of the tunnel and if you don't cross this then I don't know what's going to happen to your life. I was 29 last year, one year to touch 30 so I told myself I'll change myself and that's why I came here. And I think um, in terms of how fitness helped me was very simple, I was disciplined enough to go. When I was disciplined enough to go, I watched my body change. When I watched my body change, my mind changed. I started falling in love with myself and then life became beautiful. So the story with Ruben was this, um, he used to talk to me and I used to stare at him <laughs> and think that, why is he talking to me? I had this fear of being around unknown men, which I still do. <laughs> yeah, and then it was Sad like, life. Okay, I can trust Ruben. I can trust Ruben. So it's, it's, it's about the building the trust now. Yes, you, yes, yes. With him it was easy. I think when I met you, I decided that I would come here because I'm the person who reads energy. So I, this place was good for me, good enough. But I had to struggle a little when I started my routines. But with him it was easy. I trusted him Big question. The first time you came in, right? Yeah. Okay, because this happens a lot. Like, a lot of people are scared of SK when they see him first. Yeah, yeah. Were you scared of SK? I don't understand why. It's It's just yes, hidden yes. behind the beard. Yeah, behind the beard. People cannot see my smile. Maybe. Maybe good. Maybe I don't like. They have the impression of oh, he have his own gene, uh -huh. like big thing like that, and then he's always angry guy. Right? Like, oh, but then I would say this: the person you see on social media is very different from the person in real life. Yeah. Maybe it's because of that. You guys are judging them through social media. They're different in real life. This one had a little. I had trust issues with this one. But now very close to heart. But this one was early on I trusted. So yeah. So what, what kind of uh, when you work out, right? When you do uh, I've seen you, like for example the jumps uh, box squat. Uh, not box squat, uh, uh, what, what step up, yeah. for example. Yeah. So first when we started step up, you were holding my hand and then you're pushing yourself up. Yeah, yeah. And then now you are putting you have dumbbells in your hand and then you're going up again. Yeah. So the first time when you tried yeah. that kind of workout when it's brings fears and anxiety and everything what do you think of yourself like uh, for me i remember that that time i felt so shy so embarrassed that i had to hold someone's hand to actually push my my own body up and i remember telling myself that there'll be one day where i will do this without holding his hands and when that day came i remember i saw you and i was like did i just do that did i just do that i had that so for me, in my head, I always say this, I always say that it's difficult now, but two months from now, this will be your, just something that you just don't even think, think of. About it. Yeah, yeah. It'll be so natural to you. So many things, I think even lunges, I had a panic attack when I had yeah. lunges. I had um, so back many times. Back all kind of hard as well. Yes, but I, I, I end up panting a lot back then, and then this tire and all that. But yeah, kind of now. By the way, she's sitting on her boyfriend right now. <laughs> it's my boyfriend. So what, what would you tell when people, so when they experience the anxiety attack right, in the gym, what they should do first? Okay, for me, um, when I experience anxiety attack, like when I know it's coming, I know it's coming because my heart will start beating very fast. When my, it, it, for me, it's like this, my heart will start beating very fast and then I'll start feeling unsafe. So I'll start searching for familiar faces. And the first thing is I'll find familiar faces. So for me, it will be both of them. I find their faces first. And then I will sit down. I have this thing I do where I will stretch my hand and hug myself on the floor. I do it. 
I have no idea what is it called, but I do that. I would find something and just hug it. And until today, like I don't think it's embarrassing. I carry a teddy bear to the gym. I have a teddy bear. <laughs> so yeah. for me, you should see her now. What's in her bag, love? Yeah. <laughs> oh, she did it once, she but I don't know what she. She has small kitchen in the small yeah. makeup. Like a place in there. Yes. Those are things that remind me of home. So because I'm fearful of the gym, at times when I'm fearful, I'm like, I'm at home because these are things that I carry with me. So I have my teddy bear with me. I I don't think it's anything funny or embarrassing. Like I'm thirty, but I. Still I find it funny though. Yeah, but yeah. Unicorny. You find you find where is your safe spot. You find that I think when you are anxious, when you know that you are about to have a panic attack, you find familiar things that you feel safe with. So it, whether it can be a person, whether it can be an object, whether it's some particular, uh, particular equipments. Like until today, I cannot do what is the thing called. I cannot do that. Which one? Uh? Leg press. The leg, oh, press. the leg press. I don't yeah. use the leg press. Because machine. she, when the leg press is on top of her, so it's like she feels that it's going to crush her. So it's a, it's a quite fear thing for Revdi. That's why when I tell people uh, whatever workout it is, uh, method it is, uh, some. Five people might say, "Hey, it's just a leg press," but for her, it's a big thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a big thing for her. So it's. It's different for some people. Let me just put it into perspective. Yeah. A guy who did uh, leg press with poor form got his leg crushed. Yeah. So right. there's nothing to be embarrassed it's about embarrassed feeling. About, yeah, that's right. Because every everyone is different, and yeah. everyone sees the things are different. So yes, and that's why I think it's nice to have a coach, is because you understand that. I cannot do it that way. So you change it for yeah, me, change or it either for that, or you stand next to me. So yeah. it's like okay, I have a coach because of that. And I, I know that a lot of people say this to me. They're like, "You are training for one year. Why are you still not independent?" Like I know right now when I can branch off. Like you don't tell a butterfly which is in the cocoon to just break the cocoon and go out. It has to be ready. So for me, yeah, it's it's that only. So if you are an experiencing anxiety or you're experiencing um, panic attacks and you don't think that you're good enough for a gym life, I would say just show up. Just show up one day. From that one day, your life will change. Like he did for me. So especially women. I think I really, really, really want to help women out there. It's because uh, most women, one, they think that uh, lifting weights is not for them. Stupid and, uh, thing. <laughs> so, and they are more towards more soft kind of uh, sports like uh, They said uh, yoga is better for fat loss, or Zumba is better for fat loss. And obviously, whatever you do, uh, as long as it exerts energy, energy output, so it's going to be lose weight for you. But you cannot expect to uh, look tall and look better in clothes when uh, there's nothing. You don't have weights. shape. Yeah, you don't have. You want to have shapes, so you have to lift weights, lah. Yeah. Uh, so you have to break the fear that because weights are very easy to learn, but uh, it takes time. Yes. Also, I want to say this. I think society has it all wrong. Before I joined the gym, I thought being thin meant being beautiful, meant being ex- accepted by the society. But I think when you are, when you start lifting, when you start moving your body, you realize when you actually come into this world, when you talk to people like this, you realize that it's not about being thin. It's about being strong. And when you are strong, just your mental health will honestly improve. For me, it's about being strong. Like I don't know. Of course, for me, it's about being strong as well. I don't actually look at how. Okay, yeah, I do look at how my body figure changes and all that stuff, but it doesn't affect me as much because I'm not looking at competing every day. Yeah. I'm not looking at uh, physique competitions and all that every day. You do it once in a while. I haven't even done mine yet. 
but the thing is strength progress is what you're looking at you're not actually going to it's pointless to stay under yeah, 10% body fat that, <laughs> it's not reliable you want to stay let me tell you you want to stay at 10% body fat you will hate your life uh, trust me i'm saying this you will definitely hate your life you won't have friends you won't have families you won't have everyone anyone you will stay alone why because you have to because you always feel irritated yeah your your mood will be like shit seeing, uh, you won't you cannot go out frequently like others to eat anywhere you want so this kind of things like uh, very bad lah obviously yeah. for the when you are uh, interacting with people and everything and not just social uh, connections you know you under okay under 10% body fat you're going to feel all the social connections tear apart and all that stuff going below that is going to cause detrimental effects to your body as well is going to cause detrimental effects to your body it your and prolonging that is not going to be any better for you in fact There is no actual, actual facts. facts. There's no like like you know this is how you should be and all that stuff. So like home. like you're asking like uh, the the changes of the physical uh, mental health or the physical uh, how is it related? Related. Related. Okay. Uh. For example, most people we have a confident problem. Okay. When you or uh, when you're put in the society or when you talk with the person and everything, uh, the person who has higher body fat percentage will feel more inferior. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, they will feel more inferior. They feel less, less valued. So these kind of things, it will improve when you change yourself physically. Yes. Obviously, but uh, I think I never seen people who go to gym, keeping themselves in a better lifestyle, uh, lifting weights and everything. I never seen them not being confident enough. I've seen every single person whoever change, even the clients in the gym also in our gym also, the confidence level should up. Yeah. The confidence level should up mm. definitely. But it's not just by attending the gym; it's about putting in the effort as effort, well, being yeah, being consistent as well. Mm-hmm. Just signing up for the gym and coming half-assed is not. And cancelling sessions. Yeah. I never cancel. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't. <laughs> I. It's very rare. Rare. Every cancels a session. Unless it's like. She'll come like uh, first. We started with three sessions per week. Now we are going up to four oh. sessions. Four sessions per week. Per week yeah. I've never seen her skipping a session. She skips when very important meeting. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And if I don't get a session, I'll literally beg. Please give me a session Should, today. When when I can come. And she even last uh, homeworks. Yes. Yeah. Oh she my God, my even homework. she she asks extra homeworks like uh, where can I can I walk? Uh, what can I do in my home? And then I say no, take rest, take rest. Yes. <laughs> Because she already tearing up here. So you want to do uh, the only thing most most of us are and I tell. Uh, clients and everyone don't don't do anything outside the box or anything just walk so yeah. want to do extra thing just walk club yeah it's good enough already yeah good enough already walking is good enough and one of the client uh, yeah. isn't she you know they start i think she noticed that uh-huh. she going to start and then she asked how many times per week i should come and then she said three weeks with oh, three weeks enough yeah three weeks three times yeah. uh, three times in a week is it good enough and then i said uh, yeah it is good enough actually is uh, and then oh so i don't come i don't Like six days, seven days per week, and I was like six days, seven days per week. <laughs> that's like a bodybuilder's routine, right? Yeah, so that's like an athletic level routine, right? Yes. So 
why why people they feel this kind of things is because they see people do that. Mm, yeah. Uh, that's the thing because they think that when you do that, you will look like them. No, it doesn't. It doesn't happen like that actually. It it rarely happens like that. Oh, and another thing. Speaking about that, other people. Social media influencers, the the bodybuilders and all that, right? You see them do funny tricks and all that with their dumbbells and barbells and all that. It is just for to attract you. That's it. It's, that's it. Don't try it if you don't know how to do even the basics. If someone backflips with a shoulder press, right? I think okay, that's that's a tricks, lah. Yeah. But you cannot expect for you to do that. You don't expect to do that. Some people they they think that starting out with that is good. I'm like, you want to do that? <laughs> Why do you want to do that? Just go with the basics first, lah. Yes, the basics is important. That I agree. Don't um, accept expect to touch the skies if you have not learned how to fly. Yeah, that's very true actually. Go on, go on, Ruben. Go on, go on, go on. So yeah. So what 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 are the things that you think? Like uh, the knowledge-wise, or you think the habit-wise, <laughs> change. <you> <laughs> <laughs> when he said knowledge, right? All I could think about was now she's literally counting every single calorie in every we food. Are calorie queen, okay? I can honestly. She's literally calorie queen. Yeah, <laughs> I I am calorie counting queen. I think when I live. I think no offense to you, but out of everything that you have taught me, that is my favorite knowledge. <laughs> that knowledge. Bro, I what, bro? Bro, if I talk, once we start cutting, right? I think better ask her to actually. Ah. <laughs> I love doing it. I think it's. I just do it naturally, and honestly, nowadays when I see kids eating in the classroom or what in my head, I'll be like, how many calories? Where's the carbohydrates in that food? Where's the fat? Where's the protein? So this is why it's important. Obviously, this kind of things, you know, like uh, when people ask me, uh, "Am I going to track my calories for your entire life?" Right? No, you are not going to do that. Yeah. The only thing that you have to know is the difference between calories. Like I said, that uh, recently, 100 gram of nuts calories yeah. is totally uh, 100 gram of nuts is totally different than 100 gram of rice. Yeah. 100 gram of nuts is much more calories than 100 gram of. You have to know the difference. Okay, here we have fats more. Here we have carbs more. Here we have protein more. So these kind of things, knowledge. So these kind of things will help on the long run. Yes. So for me, I think yeah. after one year, at first I was very uh, conscious, like every single calorie of what went in my mouth, I counted. I was that obsessive, but it's a habit I have. I am obsessed of things, so I counted. I could tell you that exactly how much carbs I ate in a day. I would not even take extra mouth from my mom if she fed me. I wouldn't take it. That was my first few months. But now I understand that that is not a lifelong thing that I want to do. It's not healthy for me. So for now, I know my portion. I still count calories because it's fun. I don't count calories because I have to, but I do it because it's fun. It's fun. It yeah, makes me happy. It. Yeah, just do things that make you happy. So calorie counting is a skill that I learned here. That I'm actually carrying it for my entire life. Yeah, it's yeah. very you 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 are going to carry it un- until you're great. Yeah, I don't understand why people don't like to calorie track. I don't understand. It, Have you guys tried? It's fun. It's, it's fun. fun for for people who actually like, like the counting it, and stuff like that. Some people, some people, yeah. Some people, when you ask uh, uh, ask to track calories, should I track that? I I they say that uh, they don't want to know what's in their food. But at the same time, making progress is very hard. Yeah. So you have to know what's inside your food. And obviously, obviously, portion control yeah. helps. Obviously. If if you're not uh, thinking of if you're not thinking about fast progress or 
and all that then portion control is just good enough just for you to enough, maintain and all that but stuff but you cannot expect for a good result yeah, yeah. it won't it won't come immediately it won't so obviously calorie is very uh, very accurate and then gives you a better result than uh, portion control is yeah uh, it's more accurate than portion control that's, yeah, for sure. that's for sure but i think it helps in terms of people who binge eat because yeah, binge i was eat. that yeah. i was that person for me i used to eat rice to suppress my feelings so when i learned how to calorie track Honestly, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Honestly. I just thought. I'm just thinking. My my binge eating food were coffee biscuits. Oh. <laughs> coffee Not biscuits. Rice. Rice honestly helped me. Helped me like just get rid of my feelings because you feel so full after that. You feel so happiness. Yeah, you feel happiness for me, and that's exactly how I put on weight. So uh, many people also ask me this: Why is do quinoa help you lose weight? I hate the question. Does quinoa help you lose weight? It does not. The only thing it helped me do was replace the feelings I had with rice. But now I have a healthy relationship with rice, so it's fine. So when you say calorie calorie tracking is not everybody can do okay. it. I think that if you binge eat, you start calorie tracking, it will help. I do not know if you guys know. I mean, I'm sure you know, but I don't know if you know Greg Dusat. But I'm going to quote him right now. Thank you. He he's yeah he ha- he has yeah. <laughs> Relationships are not with food; they are with people. <laughs> ah, true, very true. And I say this: I say that you cannot eat out your feelings. I say this all the time: you cannot eat out yeah. your feelings. No, the thing is, uh, it's more than a relationship or uh, how you look at the food or anything. It's just that uh, the changing of habit. Mm. Sometimes yeah. being active, being active like that day we talked, like uh, the, the children, yes, pa- yes. parents, and everything. So this kind of things like uh, if the parents are active obviously the children uh, won't have the uh, the reason for them to be obese obese yeah. they active the children also going to be active they going to follow their parents footsteps. So footsteps so this is something that everyone should know being active is important as much as we old the more active we should be yes i'm so, thankful uh, that i found this like i mean my yeah. i just started my 30s and it's been the best or even yeah. I feel younger than I was in my twenties. Yeah. So yeah, it helped actually. So you have better mobility, you yes. better movement, less pain. Yeah. So at forty, fifty, you want less pain. No, at forty, fifty, you want less pain. You don't want more pain and pu- pulling your body weight to, to the ground by your knee. Your yes, knee, yes. knee hurts because it's your heavy. Yes. As much as we say this, of course. Yeah. Go step by step. Yeah. yeah you don't. Start slow. Pasta. Do warm ups. Do proper things before you get into the workout itself, and then do the cool downs. Workouts, as good as they are, doing it, not not focusing on warm ups as well as cool downs, are going to screw your joints up as well because you need to get them, you know, yeah. free flowing. Yeah, joints are not a joke, you know. Like yeah. The joints are literally very. You have to take care of them. Yeah. Like joints and everything. Since because when we get get old and more osteoporosis kind of things and everything. And lifting weights are proven to reduce osteoporosis. Yes. Uh, the bone density, our bone density, obviously, will increase if we in lift. lift. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, that's a proven scientific effect. So now I have a question. Do you guys think you guys will be lifting forever in your life? Of course. Of course, lah. Like you will never give up lifting. I may lift lighter than I am at my prime. Yeah. But I'm definitely not going to stop not lifting. Going to stop, stop lifting, lah. Ah, so that's the love for lifting. Like once you find the love for lifting, you're not going to give up. Yeah. I think I, if you asked me this question one year back, I would have never touched a, I would have never touched a dumbbell. <laughs> she, she is still obsessed with her her, her clear skin and stuff like Hello. that. You know, soft skin. You know, I'm like. <laughs> you know, it's not fair that I get calluses and this one has 
I don't have. Baby I have been lifting. <laughs> I have been lifting like uh, seven, I think eight years lah. I never God had calluses fair. in my hand. God is not fair. God is not fair. <laughs> but but there's a roughness, true. a bit of roughness there. Yeah, but that's not roughness. <laughs> <laughs> that's in your head. It's not roughness. But you know, you know what's the best part about his hand? His hand is thick, you know. My hand is thick. Yeah, it's fluffy. So if he's lifting weights a lot, no, like you see, okay, you see, yeah, you see this, you see this, it's fluffy. No, it's too soft. Like this <laughs> lotion hand that is just not fair hands. Not fair hands. No. But I want to ask you guys, like when you deal with someone like me who comes in, right? Like, what is your approach? Slow. Yeah. Start movements like basic movement, body body weight, squat, uh, push ups, uh, pull ups. Try to if they can do pull up, pull up or. How's their movement? Where's their tightness? How's their mobility? Is their knee mobility is good? Ankle mobility is good? So these are kind of things that we look in the when we do assessment. So because we need to know what is their problem yeah. first, then only we can fix it. Yes, and not uh, everybody is the same. Yeah, right? everyone yes. not the same. I've I've trained many clients. I have trained many clients. Mentally, physically, none of them are the same. Yeah. yeah. Everyone is different in a different thing. So. Yeah. That's why when we look at our any post you see in Instagram or influencers posting this and everything, they are doing that for themselves. So, yeah. so it's not necessary for yourself, obviously. Uh, yeah. So they're not go giving that. Okay, you have to know. They're doing for themselves. They're just showing off what they can do. And they can do, yeah. yeah, that's that. They don't even say that you doing this is actually gonna give you. Ex- yeah. They just do it so that you watch them. Yes. And the more views they get. The better it is for them, yeah. their reach is better, their marketing is better. On YouTube also, you can see uh, people tell uh, uh, how to lose weight in ten uh, in eight weeks. Bro, bro, there's one guy gained twenty two inches at inch arms in twenty two days. I'm like, what the hell? That was me before I came here. That was no, the me. thing is, when you click that, it gives them money. Yeah. yeah, that's why they do that. But it's most people don't understand this. Clickbait, dude. Knowledge is everywhere, but you need to know what knowledge. Yeah, yeah, is you should take yeah. exactly what kind of knowledge is it. That's why internet is full of, full of crap. Like you, if you search how to lose weight in ten days, they will. They, yeah. there, will there will be article about that. Yes. They will say lose weight, lose, get six packs abs in fifteen minutes. I'll be like, what? Yeah. Why didn't I do that for the last like five years before I came here then and get abs right? <laughs> so these kind of things all like they. It's a clickbait now. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. they want some money out of it. The views, everything is money for them. So, yes. so that's why they do that. So I don't. There's I no quick them. fixes. You yeah. want results, you got to be disciplined enough. You got to give it time. Nothing that comes easy lasts forever. So you got to yep. remember that. I tell myself that all the time. Okay, I think we have to end our podcast. Yep. Yes. <laughs>